Welcome to Monday. It's Coffee with Chachi. Let's start off the week with a blast. Get your coffee, get your tea, get your water, and let's take back Monday. It's conversation time with Chachi. Hey guys, welcome to Coffee with Chachi. You know, it's it's Monday. Hope everybody's there being the shark that they are, right? Chopping stuff up, you know, making moves today. Let's let's win the day opposed to waiting till tomorrow to really start off the week. Let's start off the week right and take some action. Do something new today. Go out and start a goal, finish up a goal. You know, let's really win this day and get it going. So we've got a special, special little treat for everybody today. Um, I'm on location out in Montana. We'll talk a little bit about that. About that. I also have a little special guest today. Um, so let's get started. One little housekeeping note is because I'm on location out in Montana, you know, I'm, I'm kind of bootlegging it today, so I apologize in advance for the audio uh, since uh, all my normal audio equipment is back home in Phoenix. So, But we'll start it off with my guest and good friend, my running partner. Uh, he's got a lot through his life, and, and he's uh, in a good spot now with Sam Taylor. Say what's up, Sam. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are you doing out there? So Sam and I will go over some stuff. Uh, just talk about some mental gains, you know, what we, what we do to get where we're at, a little bit about why we're in Montana, and just go from there. And as always, as I'm on location in Montana, all my cool mugs are at home. So today, I'm drinking out of this mug that says free Wi-Fi. We're at a, at a hotel, so they, we kind of took, took their coffee mugs. They said it was a dark roast. It's kind of not hot. What do you think about the coffee right now, Sam? It's good. I mean, it's it's all right. So you're not gonna write home to your mom about it? No, no. I'm not ordering any bags here. Do ship back home. Yeah, it's uh just your normal little disposable mugs and whatnot. So, but anywho, uh, we'll go right into it. We our last uh, episode was on mental strength. We did two episodes on that, and I think we'll dive in a little bit of that, and we'll also dive in a little bit of what occurred during our race, and that kind of dips in a little bit to giving your 100, which was, uh, you know, one of my first episodes, so we'll start off with that. Sam, you were in Montana. Tell us a little bit why we were out in Montana today. So a couple months ago, our friend Roy had sent us a link. Uh, he told us he was part of a planning committee for the Glacier Half Marathon, and he, um, he encouraged us to sign up, so that's one of the main reasons why we're here. We uh, ran our race on Saturday. 13.1 miles up in beautiful Glacier National Park. Uh, it was a pretty good race, my my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, can you think about that pretty good race? So, tell me a little bit more about that and how you got to the point where it's a pretty good race. Because I know at one point, how long were you running? Like, what was what was it like when you first started running per se, and how you got there? So, going back, I guess what five six years ago, um, I was a wogger. A, a jogger and a walker. Put it to one. I've never heard that. Um, so I, I say it's a pretty good race because, one, I've done numerous half marathons. This one was pretty tough because it was all uphill for, like, the first five miles. And this is the first half marathon in my six years of running where I did not cramp at all. That's so that was a big accomplishment for me you, in that race. So, so before that, like, we'll go into, like, what were the cramps like before and how did they occur in other races? They would always occur in my quads or my calves for whatever reason. I would be having a really good race, and then, bam, it just hit. 
So um, I recently started doing CrossFit. Shout out to CrossFitters, kind of. All you CrossFitters out there. <laughs> um, and we, we do a lot of leg strength. We do a lot of leg workouts. Um, but overall, I just felt really good and really strong in this race. And uh, my running game has picked back up. My training has picked back up uh, as opposed to a year ago of just, you know, not doing anything. How often do you CrossFit? I go five to six times a week. Five to six times a week. So my, one of the other podcasts, we talked about reps, about just going out and doing the work and just reps. It was all about reps. Do you think that's – do you think that is the bigger impact about the continuously workout, like the continuous relentless improvement? Or there's also the talks out there with his nutrition when it comes to cramps, which is – you know, having potassium, magnesium, sodium in your body, or a combination of both. What, what do you? I think it's the reps. Um, I don't really measure my supplements, my vitamin intake, which I need to. Um, but with CrossFit, you know, it's it's a timed workout. You try to get in as many reps as you can. And so far, I mean, my time has improved. My completion time has definitely gotten a whole lot better. I've been at it for like what I say, five weeks. Um, and <clears throat> so I can feel myself getting stronger, but I, I think that had a lot to contribute to me having a really good race this time around. You know, that kind of is similar to Ramon, who almost always used to get cramps as well. I remember we'd be running Spartans or Tough Mudders, and the next thing you know, he'd just be like locked up with like a toe cramp or something random. And there'd be times where I would be like, you know, stretching him out. We'd be right on the course stretching him out. And now this guy's running 50 milers. Zero cramps. So, I, and I know we talk a lot more about the mental side of things on Coffee with Chachi, but, but how, how do you go from being somebody who's cramping, struggling to run, being this wogger, as you say, to being able to do the feats you do now in zero cramps? Like, what allowed you to break through those barriers, per se? Because, you know, I could also think, you know, if I know you personally, and, and everybody listening needs to will learn a little bit more about you, is that, um, you just picked up CrossFit five weeks ago. You started the challenge. Like, what makes you say, I'm going to start busting these uh, comfort zones and say, I'm going to do it and, and make things happen? Um, it's all mindset, but I'm always, I've kind of been a just go with the flow guy. Um, open minded, very open minded, and, you know, just going with it. And one, the reason, one of the reasons why I never attempted CrossFit was I have some back issues. I've been told by a doctor, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. But, you know, this time I just went and did it. And like I said, I can feel the strength coming back. My cardio is way up. Um, and just overall, you know, over, I feel really good. I feel myself getting stronger. It's just, it's just really helping with uh, different areas in my life right now. Nice. Um, again, I... It just goes to show like how that mental strength can push you through. You had a bunch of cans from other people and instead of waiting around and sitting down and, and, you know, think about like what would happen if you just sat around all day because you have a bad back. Like what is that going to do for your back? Right. Literally make it worse, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, I would say I have a weak back, but my back's 100 percent fine. I've had zero back issues. Uh, I know that when I think about my future races that I'll be doing, the areas of opportunity for me are reps. Like I have to get out and do more miles, right? And not just more miles, but more strength training. Like if there's a balance in there, right? There's there's a, a, a gentleman out there named Lou Simmons who always talks about, you know, 
people don't cross finish lines and ask for an oxygen tank. They cross finish lines and ask for a chair or they sit down because their legs are destroyed. So equivalently, when you're doing 50 milers, 100 milers or things of that nature, we also want to make sure we have strong hamstrings, strong glutes, strong lower back, strong psoas, all this. It really puts the whole package together. So for me, it's a weak back. I need to get stronger. So I need to go out there and do the work along with putting the miles, which, you know, that's one of the reasons why we're out in Montana as well is to, we ran that race and we'll talk a little bit more about that race right now because that's kind of the main reason we're out here. Um, But we also want to experience things. And what I mean by that is, you know, we plan on doing a hike right now. And then a little bit later, we're going to go hang out with my cousins who live out in, in Billings as well. And then we'll probably head over to Yellowstone National Park and, and see some sites. Whoop, whoop. Why are we able to do all that? Like, what is it that say, why are you able to all of a sudden do these things, which maybe five years ago were maybe impossible to? One of my biggest setbacks was, well, a little bit about me. I am in recovery. I'm in recovery. Shout out to alcohol. Sam. I'm going seven years strong. And that's one of the main reasons why I'm able to travel today. You know, I worked a program of recovery, a really strong program in my early recovery. Um, I'm still connected to it. I still go to meetings. I still, you know, reps, still maintain contact with a lot of my support. Um, but if I wasn't able to make that decision to, for myself to get better, to get sober, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here today. Who knows if I'd even be alive today at the rate I was going seven years ago. Um, you know, drugs and alcohol were a big part of my life for about 15 years before I made that turn. But it, it took me to some drastic measures where I decided, you know, that wasn't for me. There was a whole lot more that I had to offer for myself. And, you know, today I'm in a really good place right now. I'm really happy. Uh, I'm able to sit here in Montana, have coffee with Chachi. Boom. And, you know, just, just enjoy life. And, um, but you know, it doesn't come single-handedly on a silver platter. I put in a lot of work into it. I've had setbacks. I've had moments of what, um, a good friend told me. She said, well, there's a thing called emotional relapses. I've had several of those, you know, you don't just have a relapse with drugs and alcohol. I've had, you know, like I said, mental breakdowns. I've had moments of weakness. Um, but what do they say in sobriety? They say it's a one day at a time thing. And that's basically how I live my life now is one day at a time. You know, I could be having a really great time right now. Who knows what tomorrow is going to bring. But right now I'm living in the present moment, sitting here talking to you guys. That's and I'm it. happy. You know, and, and earlier we talked about giving your 100 in, in uh, another podcast. And giving your 100 was all about being in your lane, right? If there's somebody next to you that's way better than you, then putting some of your energy into recognizing that they're passing you or they're stronger than you or any other variable is taking away from your 100% effort, taking away from your 100% talent. And so it's all about soaking in what you're capable of. And then the next thing is, is like really focusing on what's present, right? And what's present right now for me is to have a good conversation with my boy Sam, opposed to worrying about anything else in the world, right? And so if we give our 100, we focus on our lane, we get to the point where we run, we can run these long distances. What happens when you tell somebody you're an ultra runner and you're going to do a 33 mile or Sam, what do you get? 
You're crazy. You're crazy. And <laughs> we know that they're speaking from a point of where they are, and they're not coming from a point of where you are, which at one point you could run zero miles, and now mentally strength you fad, you finished a 50K, and future goal-wise, do you have any future goals on uh, longer races and 50Ks? For 2020, I'm looking at a possible 50-miler. Okay. Um, who knows? I mean, but, like, just speaking of that, you know, people with their own personal goals. At, in CrossFit, I'll tell people, you know, I'm going to run this race or I'm going to, you know, they ask what's the longest I've done. <clears throat> I tell them, you know, a 50K, and they're like, I could never do that. And I'm like, well, I can't lift as much as you can yet. Keyword, you know, I'll, right? Yeah. yeah, I'll put, I'll throw that out there yet because who knows by six months I could be lifting what they're doing. I'm telling you right but now, you're yeah. way bigger than I guy than I am. I cannot lift you right now. Yeah. But when it comes down to like straight physical presence and appearance, you're going to be able to stack on way more muscle than me uh, eventually if that's the route you continue to go. So who knows like how much really you would be able to unless you started right. So to your yet point. Yeah, and that's all it is. You know, you always continue to strive. For that next best thing and with people like chachi in my life my cousin wayne you know those are two of my biggest motivators my cousin trent we're in a circle of continued motivation inspiration and growth growth you know there i can go to each one of these guys with different situations and they always have like the best thing to say so with your own personal goals you got to have that solid support crew um, and I have many other friends who, you know, I go out to, but, you know, right now we're talking about that. So those are my continued motivators with fitness and running. That's sick. And, and I think about that and I transfer that into, you know, the race that we did. So we're doing a 13 mile, 13.1 half marathon race, right? And we think about continuous growth. We think about inspiration. We think about those people that are around us and we think about direction. I use the word direction as equivalent for a goal. To me, it's a direction, and, and that's kind of how I use it to guide my myself. And we're running this race, and I'm coming off uh, a failed attempt at a 50-miler, and then right after that, doing a two-and-a-half-day backpacking trip where I mess up my left ankle, and then I have anterior tibia tendonitis. It lasted way longer than I thought it was going to last. I was thinking two weeks, and I'm back at it. During that process, I'm like, whatever with my nutrition. I'm pretty sure I packed on like 10 or 15 pounds. So I'm doing this race, right? Sam has never beat me in a race. He, he beat me in a race this time. I didn't want to say nothing. Never beat me in a race. Sam has never, Stay beat, humble. Me, never beat me in a race. And he beat me by 15 minutes in this race. And it has nothing to do with Sam did great. You talk, I heard we earlier we said that he didn't cramp. Like there's so much celebration there. And Sam ran his race, right? The clock says I ran a 2.30 mar half marathon, 2.30 something half marathon, which was my longest half marathon ever. Sam ran a 2.10, 2 2.15, 2.15, which is pretty good for a half marathon. If you get to two hours, that's a legit time. And in this case, this marathon was a lot. The first five miles was literally a climb. Literally a climb. Literally climbing, I think I killed it. Climbing up yeah. the glaciers, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, you're not climbing up. The, we're in Glacier National Park. We weren't necessarily at the glacier part of the park. But we're climbing up these mountains. And then the next four miles after that is straight down here, which sounds fun. But after you just climbed and then you're running straight down, it actually really attacks your quads a lot. And my quads are still a little bit sore today. But halfway through this race and I'm running downhill, I'm thinking to myself, I haven't seen Sam since mile one. So unless I catch him later, which – 
I don't know. He looked like he was doing pretty well. I was thinking to myself, you know what? What's my direction? What am I trying to do? I'm trying to get back to where I was, right? Try to support my support group, which we just talked about. And I'm trying to get to the point where I'm better than I ever was before. So, you know, my, probably about my, I would say my 50 miler uh, attempt in McDowell, I was really, my running game was really, really good. My 50 attempt at um, Zan Gray, I was really good at running, but my strength had gone down, my leg strength. And I wouldn't even say my mental strength was down a little bit on that one. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this race mine. And the whole time I did training runs within that race, I ran intervals. I talked about this a little bit with you. I went and did like a steady 10-minute pace. Then I did sprints. There was times I was running seven-minute miles during this race. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this race mine. I'm going to make it a training race. And I'm gonna, anybody else around me that's passing me or I'm passing is irrelevant. I'm going to experience the mountains because they're beautiful. And pictures to come if you follow me on Instagram, at Chachi Gustin. And we're going to go forward, and, and I'm going to make this race what it's supposed to be for me. This is what it's supposed to be for me. And then congratulate anybody else at any other moment and how they're doing. How did you take the race? Well, in kind of towards this note, uh, what we learned to, from this race and, and your accomplishment of this race. Because you did a great job. You finished it closest to maybe your fastest time. It was a really rough race. I think you have – do you have a two-hour marathon? I do have a two-hour marathon. So you, you were 15 minutes shy of your fastest ever, and yet this wasn't anywhere near a flat race no. by any means. <laughs> so let's let's go for how, – how do you feel about how your accomplishments went and what, what got you there, and we'll kind of end on that. Um, okay, so I, I didn't surprise myself with this race. Um, we kind of went in with the conversation before the race. You know, we're just going to, you know, like Tachi said, make your own race, run it how – you felt, but as I'm climbing that mountain, uh, I felt really good. I felt strong, and if I did stop, I allowed myself 10 seconds, 10 seconds of walking time, even if I was at a crawl, but I think overall my slowest time going up that mountain was like a 14-minute pace. So, you know, I just stayed, you know, strong, good mindset. I didn't really pay attention to the views so much. Um, once I saw my time was looking pretty good, I just kept pushing so I think that had a lot to do with it, too. And we had been out on the course the day before. So in my mind, I'm like, I already saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get some pictures of some people running, and, you know, that was some cool things. Um, but, you know, overall, I think this is a really good comeback race. Um, still striving for that under two hour. I do have one race that's under two hours, three, t three TV half marathon, uh, 2015. So that's still the goal. And I'm just here to enjoy the views, and you know, I, I'm really satisfied with this race. Well, you know what? I think you did great, Sam. You did really good in the race, and I saw you maybe at the half mile marker, and then I never saw you again until you were at the finish line, waiting for my slow, uh, leisurely butt to get there. So, um, but you know, it's a great time, and I always have a great time hanging out with you. We travel a lot for a reason because we push each other to do great things. You know, I'm going to be start striving for another 50 in December. I will tackle this 50 eventually and then maybe decide. I know I said on a podcast last week that 100 miler under 24 hours is definitely a goal of mine. So I'll keep keep pushing and, and keep moving forward with that direction and see, you know, what's next for us when it comes to there. So so we'll end it on that. Coffee with Chachi Sam. Go ahead and let everybody know where, where they can follow you, Instagrams, your Twitters, whatever you got. And follow my boy Sam. He got some mad inspiration and a lot of – 
he likes to post a lot of funny stuff too, make you laugh and inspire you at the same time. So yeah, it's some weird humor. I'm native, so it's native humor, uh, kind of sarcastic humor. But Instagram, Phoenix Hopi guy. That's P H X H O P I G U Y, and Facebook is just Sam Taylor. All right, guys, it's Coffee with Chachi. I hope you have a good day at work. Go go sh- shop up some goals like a shark would. Drink your coffee and have a good rest of your week. Later.